Welcome to Season 6, Episode 2 of Trail Tales ARP. Sean Sobon here with you. It's great to be back behind the microphone and spend some time with you guys. Halloween is just around the corner, so I would love to see what you guys are wearing and running in for Halloween. I'm sure there are people out there running in their costumes. So why don't you send me an email with your pictures, trailtalesarp at gmail.com, or you can just tag me on an Instagram post at trail underscore tales underscore ARP. It would be great to see the Trail Tale community and uh, all their Halloween festivities. Uh, in a short while, I'm going to have a little Halloween treat for you. But before we get to that, today's guest is Thibaut Delacroix, also known as BZH Nomad Runner. And we're going to chat about his recent 100-mile ultra that he ran back in July. And Thibaut actually won this 100-miler, and it was his first 100-miler as well. So that's a pretty remarkable feat. So we chat with him and all the other things he's been up to since we last talked to him. We'll catch you on the other side, guys. Enjoy the interview with Thibaut, and happy Halloween! sat on the couch to catch up on some blogs, but the sky was so clear and the ground was all dry, so I went up the stairs and got dressed with a sigh, for all I had left for jog wear, of course, was my frightening pair of shorty short shorts. After I laced up my shoes and plugged in my Zoom, I got started on three with a cool list of tunes, but after I'd been about a mile or so, I'd been going too fast and I started to slow. Mile two was so hard, I just wanted to walk. When all of a sudden, Avril started to rock. Faster and faster, I wanted more speed, because lately I felt this is something I need. I turned up the hill, the end was in sight. I hoped to get home before Halloween night. I looked at the clock, not believing my power. Three miles with four hills in just half an hour. Happy Halloween. Trail Tales ARP. Run wild.
Hey everybody, welcome once again to Trail Tales ARP. Sean Sobon here, and it is great to be back talking to some awesome runners. I've got a returning guest, and by the way, this is uh, season two of episode, sorry, season six of ep- episode two of Trail Tales ARP, and uh, we've got Thibaut Delacroix all the way from down under. Thibaut, it's good to have you on the show again, man. Yeah, hi, mate. Thank you. Happy to be back. A lot of things happen. Just I'm happy to be with you, discuss everything. Absolutely, man. So yeah, there's there's been a lot going on in your world. You've been doing some awesome running. So why don't we just jump right into it, my friend? Um, you've hit the hundred miler, and you did really well. <laughs> so why don't we yeah. talk about why don't it's... we talk about the the first one you did and everything that's kind of snowballed after that for you? Yeah. Yeah, I did the Tassi Tri Fest 100 miler. It was uh, last July. For us in Tasmania, July is the middle of the winter. It's mostly close to zero and raining and foggy and dark early and everything. Just It was a really, really tough race. I was not expecting that hard. It was an 8,000 meter elevation gain. Yeah, it was really tough and just, but it was beautiful. Just every landscape you pass across the, when you pass the rivers, suspended, suspended bridge and everything was really good. So I will definitely be back next year. That's great. <laughs> um, with, with all that elevation, um, you know, is that something you were training specifically for, for this race? Or were you not really thinking too much about elevation during your training leading up to the race? No, I trained a lot on the elevation. The thing I was not expected, it was a lot of stairs. Oh, stairs. And, oh, no. Yeah, and I didn't train on it. And that break my legs. Just Basically, it was a 20K loop. It's meant to reach... Uh, the uh, mile, you have to make many loop. <laughs> yeah. And after the second one, when I was arriving at the stairs, I said, oh no, not again. <laughs> and just, you know, you have a, you still have five loop to do, just been crazy a bit. <laughs> yeah. So do you know how many steps were in the staircase? And uh, not really, you know, it, it was not the easy stairs, you know, it's not even stairs, just you have some stairs that are really long some stairs are really short just you cannot put a cadence you cannot do anything and just basically just it's been killing me from the second third loop just i was like oh no i hated this part <laughs> oh my gosh there's uh there's this yeah there's no real way to run up those i guess you just kind of walk and and just try to get yeah. to the top eh? yeah and it's just a, a small part of concrete as well you know it's not try it's not just they are not in the middle of the forest. It's just when you you turn around, basically, and basically it's concrete. You can have your wall kill stick, but it's not. You know, they slide. They just it's, it was tough. <laughs> I, can, I can only imagine. There's there's the I've mentioned this race on the show before is the Chase the Coyote race in Mono Cliffs up here in Dufferin County. And I don't know if when you were in Toronto, if you ended up coming up to uh, Mono Cliffs to run it. Yeah, I did a couple of times. With stairs, did yeah. you see the stairs? Yeah, <laughs> we did it once, and the second time we said, "Oh no, we just take another way." <laughs> yeah, yeah, those those stairs are brutal. I did them in the 
in the Chase the Coyote race, but I'm, I'm assuming what you experienced uh, was a little bit worse than that. I don't know if it was worse. You know, it's different, but is it was the worst part of the race for me. But it was fine at the end. You know, just you can do it. You just put your mental on and just. I've been training a lot on my mental. You know, just part of my training sometimes is go to for a long run. Yeah. With I never run with the phone. I go where is no one, and you by yourself just for at least an hour, an hour and a half in the middle of your run. So like that when you're in your the race, you're by yourself, you don't have choice. You don't stop crying. Oh, oh no, it's too hard. No, just you're alone anyways. No one to complain. Yeah, you got to have that and, mental toughness, right? Just keep yeah, going. Yeah, and, and I think it's what saved me in this kind of part of the race, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so how did you, how did you feel after the race, like recovery-wise? Were you, you know, did you take a week off? Did you take two weeks off? Or were you, how did it go I, for you? I took, I will say, one month without proper training. Okay. Just get a week or just, I did one run in the first week, one run on the second week, no more than four or five K. And after that, I start to add another run and just in the, at the end of the month, I was running back maybe three, four times a week. Yeah. Okay. So just kind of just, you know, keep the joints and everything lubricated and moving. But yeah. Uh, just taking keeps the body training. moving you know yeah. just yeah do some like bike recovery right yeah is that you do some bike some yoga just small activity or you can go slow and take your time and just yeah yeah that's for sure that's that's good man that's that's a smart way to do it for sure um so this was in so it was june or july i can't remember now. Was it, it was uh, july it was, it was july. middle of july yeah 17. okay okay and um so what what did you do after that then you had a you had another race coming up or did you you said that's it i'm done or were you like i can't wait to do the next one <laughs> no i was yeah just i was really excited because i know when i i know when i when i left the race i know i was coming back the year after just so i said yeah no race just when it's open i just i will sign up again and when i come back home i was here just oh just want to be one year later and just running running again. Yeah. <laughs> I, my goal was to do a sub 24 and I did a 24 hours and 52 minutes. And just, you know, just one week after the race, I was here saying, damn it, I didn't do my goal. Just next year I'm doing, I training better. I will train in the stir and just that's funny. I was, I was, I was going to ask you, so that's still very impressive time. And then, but you, you know, 50, 52 minutes over your, what your goal was. So it's like, it bothered you, eh? Yeah. After, you know, it was, it was my first hundred mile. Just, I never run this distance before. Just my time, just, I'm really happy with just the extra goal was an extra. Just it was my first hundred mile. First thing was to finish it. Sure. And so, I mean, a hundred miles, it's, it's nothing to shake a stick at. That's a huge distance. Uh, again, going back to your training, how much, how much time did you give yourself to prepare for this race? Uh, I think I did, a, I will say five months training, but it was really a three month, three months, really intensely intensive. And just before the race, usually for a race, I do what? 
one week, I just go a little bit easy. For this one, I took three weeks just to relax a bit before the race. Okay. Did you... I didn't want to arrive, you know, with already all your muscle tight and everything. It just I've been really just put an extension on on tapering. How do you feel that worked for you? Is that something you'll do again in in uh, future races and races after that one? Uh, yeah, I think three weeks can would be only the maximum I will do. Yeah. And I think next year I will just do two weeks just to keep it the training a little bit longer, but uh, yeah. definitely I just do more than a week of tapering. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, that's, that's good. I mean, everybody, everybody's different, right? Usually you hear people just generalize a week, but I think if you're, cause I, I imagine in your training, um, cycle two, your, uh, your volume is pretty high. Eh? Like what's your, yeah, yeah, yeah. on your, on your peak volume, what's your weekly mileage look like? I think I'm on my peak for maybe two weeks. I will be around of 200 K a week. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, that's big uh, mileage. Yeah. yeah. It's usually not recommended that much in a training plan you will find on Google. But I start to know my body yeah. enough to go away. If I can, you know, just push it a little bit and just go back down. And yeah. and for the moment, it worked pretty well. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know what? I think you hit the nail on the head. It's pretty important. You said you, you getting to know your body, right? And just like I said earlier, mm. like every body is a little bit different. So you can't you can't put everybody into the same training strategy because it won't work for some people. It might work for others, but you know, when you, when you're really in tune with how you feel, um, you can, you can change things and tweak them, right. Whether it's recommended mm. or not, you're going to know you the best, right. And how you're, yeah, yeah. And, Is that... and you're getting results to back it up. So that's pretty good too. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, so moving forward after that race, um, what else, what else did you have on your docket? Uh, I already start to play in the other race and everything. And in the same time, I get a good opportunity. I've been able to open a website recently. Amazing. I haven't seen it yet. Give us you a didn't plug. see it? I yeah. It's seen been, it. Give us a plug. It's been alive for what a week, a week and a half now. It just equal nomad runner spirit. Basically, I have my story on it and my event history. And after that, it just, I have a chat. I will start some uh, ultra running coaching. I'm right now taking courses and hopefully I will get my certificate pretty soon. Beautiful, beautiful. So ultra and running uh, courses specifically for coaching for that? Yes. Nice. nice. Uh, to become a coach, but really specific on ultra running at short distance or fast. Or... Nice. And, and getting that... Um that background is, is going to help you with your running too, right? You think you're going to use some of that? Oh yeah, for sure. Tweak what you're doing for yourself too, right? Yeah. I just, uh, at the beginning of the, of the courses on the three, four first module, I was here just, wow, I already learned so much right now. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> That's great. Are you going to, just... are you going to use yourself like as a guinea pig to kind of experiment with things here and there to, to experience it? Yeah. 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 For sure. And I have a friend already told me just let me know. I can just do stuff and everything. Just, we can just 
tracing and just you can test on me so, okay <laughs> perfect, perfect man that's that's great good friend to have there <laughs> yeah yeah so um i wanted to ask refresh my memory here when was your first ultra when did you run your first ultra i signed for couple of zen i signed for pick your poison and sulfur spring uh try race in ontario and that was a year and a half ago two years ago okay so and it was just at the beginning of covid yeah yeah just before everything kind of shut yeah. down right and then you just but everything shut down all the race been cancelled and basically i did some run but never in a race before i arrived in tasmania yeah so i guess you, you took that time with the shutdowns just to kind of push your boundaries and see what you could do hmm. yeah yeah uh, and in in canada when uh, i was in canada i did twice 100k with a friend just for fun but yeah that was my longest distance before do you remember where you went on those runs uh yeah we did basically when uh, the spring tri race been cancelled we just took the map and we've been for a weekend and we did basically the loop of the race five times with my with roma and after that just two months after we organized in ganaraska forest okay anyway we've been we did a loop of 40k on it and we run yeah. we run 120k on it something like that yeah so b- before you did the 100 what was your what was your biggest mileage like before the 100k i've been at 80 in the training on the peak of the training for but yeah yeah and did you ever find um you had any certain areas that kind of um screamed at you a little bit louder than other parts saying you know this this is hurting like your hips your knees or anything like that any trouble trouble areas uh yeah basically i have an old injury and in my ankle and just basically sometimes i have pain in the knees going the hips but just because I try to balance to avoid my ankle. And this year I find someone who finds the injury and start to fix it. And right now I feel so much better. I don't have this problem. I can go for 60, 70 K with no pain. Oh, wow. Start to be as far as that just, yeah, I find, I find, um, a chiropractor basically. And he just finds the injury and just, I've been trying to fix this injury for maybe two years, three years, and just finally find someone who find it and start to do something on it. Oh, that's great. So it sounds like, you know, before you started getting effective treatment for it, your body was a little compensating a little bit, right? So avoiding, yeah. people, like you said, then you get the knee and the hip and stuff. And that's, that's no fun at all. Right. Especially when no. you're running long mileages. It just makes the suffering so much worse. So, so you found this chiropractor, and and I guess you found a good one because they've they've been able to kind of, um, you know, localize where it is and and give you some great treatments. That's that's right. awesome. What kind? Yeah, of, for sure. So, what kind of modalities are they using for the treatment? Is it, are they doing like some uh, soft tissue stuff? Are they doing like adjustment to the ankle? Are they doing like ultrasound? There's there's so many different things they can do, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's really, really just natural medicine. Basically, just it don't have many machine or anything. It just going, you know, just little bit like a physio, but at the difference, he will just crack, you know, some 
some bones and everything just to give space in the body. And after that, I was I never liked Kiro before. I don't like when someone take my back and crack it or anything. Yeah. But I trust him and he did it. And I go over that and yeah, it's working. But good, when good I was in you. Canada, when I was in Canada, I was going to Studio Atletica in Toronto and I have a physio here. He was really my body all the time before race and before big training and just make me ready. We was not able to find the injury and fix it, but he always been working on it and make me less pain in all my run. I think we should just sometime in our training go to see a specialist. And when we put that mileage every week, just the body is not ready for. Yeah, you have to you have to maintain it, right? It's like a car. You yeah, get the oil change, check the air in the tires, all that stuff. Um. <laughs> So is this is this chiropractor that you're seeing? Is he um, like experienced with with athletes with like runners, or is he just generalized practice? No, no, no. He's experienced. He have a running background. Oh, okay. He was Perfect. doing some. Yeah, he was doing some track and field. You know, he's been with running community a lot, and he have a lot of. He have couple of friends who was ultra runner. Just you know, he. He know what he's doing, and is, I think it's for that as well. I trust it. So, in um, you guys are you guys are uh, getting into your your warmer months now, as as we kind of go into fall here, and you know winter's just around the corner here in Canada. Um, yeah. Does does your running change at all when the when the temperatures get hotter for you over there? Because it gets pretty hot and humid. Eh? Yeah. Basically, now I will start to have to go really early morning or late night to avoid the, the heat, yeah. but I think I will more split, you know, do a smaller, small run in the morning, small run at night and just been compensating just because when we will eat the summer here in the afternoon, sometimes just, well, it's too hot, you know, you have to go with your bag and everything. It just, it's good time to try all your material for the race, but is easier in the morning and late night. Yeah, for sure. You don't want to, you know, you got to give yourself some breaks, eh? Yeah, is uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um how about let's talk nutrition a little bit in your fueling during races. Um, you know, from when you started ultra running to where you're at now running 100 milers. Um, you know, did you get advice from people or did you just kind of learn on your own, you know, what was going to work for you, what didn't? Mm, yes. Basically, I had I will always been working on my nutrition. That is, I did that for a while. Mostly, I cook or make everything. Basically, I will make my own cereal, try mix bar for the race. I'm making some banana bread with protein powder or thing like that, since just to give an apple. But yeah, I read everything on Google. I see uh, a, diet, a dietitian, but mostly, yeah, I do all myself. Everything I eat in a race is basically my real. I I cook everything basically. Yeah, yeah. So you don't you don't buy anything that's in packages or whatever. You just kind of cook it and, and prep. See, I have, I buy some, but it's more sweet thing, you know, just to get some sugar in, just quick, quick, fuel. quick sugar in. But after the rest, no. I try to avoid. 
And and so the stuff that you're preparing and you're cooking, you carry it on you when you were eating, or do you leave it in like drop bag? Drop bag mostly. And I, you know, I slice everything, I portion everything is ready, one bag for each loop or everything. Basically, yeah, I have to just slice off uh, banana bread. I have a couple of dry mix bar. Always have a gel just in case <laughs> you need it, you know, but yeah, it's mostly some like that plus my electrolyte. And... Nice, man. Nice. And for this race, I have an amazing crew with me. I had my partner and, uh, and two friends who was with me as a crew, always here at the end of each loop, just everything was ready. When I was arriving, all my bottle was ready with electrolyte, no electrolyte. I was just dropping what was empty, taking everything full and start again. Never stop more than 10, mi 10 minutes at each head station. And oh, just... so you're, doing, you're doing quick pit stops, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have the crew for it. It was perfect. I have nothing. You know, just I arrive, I don't need to speak. I take everything empty, take back oil full, put my head torch on the table. The time I just eat something or drink something, the, the battery are already changed. I didn't have time to just think or anything. Just everything was perfect. And I think that is a really, really important point. Yeah, man. Like I was just going to say, like, how important is it to have a, to have a crew, but not only have a crew, but a, a really good crew that, uh, it sounds like you you've got a good one. I'm picturing almost like in NASCAR, they go to the pit stop, the tires, <laughs> hey, yeah. all like you know, eight seconds, whatever, get done and go. That's awesome. Yeah, and do you, you guys practice? What do you, do you guys practice before the race? What you're gonna do, or you just talk about it? No, no, no. I basically write a list of what I want, give them, and after I say just new organization, just and I offer to them, you know, just if it's too long, just to wait for me, just prep everything go to sleep and just i will come and do do my thing you know i don't doesn't matter if i do it for one loop but yeah. they was here in the middle of the night they was here in the day they was here all the time just it was really good oh, it's, a, it's a big commitment um from from the crew for sure i i would assume uh, they're runners as well yeah yeah but yeah my copin run with me a bit and our friend run, I run, one of my friends, Dimitri, was in the crew. I run every week, one or twice with him. And when I when I did my try, I did a 100K by myself before the, the race. And he, uh, he came for two loop at night with me. And, and basically, it was him job in the race. He was my pacer. We, we was able to get a pacer at 6 p.m. Okay. And basically... He was my as my pacer. Just I finished one of my loop at eight thirty, something like that, and basically he came with me for for a couple of loop. Did they have? But, um, did they have like a, a limit as to how long you could have the pacer with you, or is it? No, it's from six p.m. to the end. Just basically when you finish, just to have someone with you in the night, you know, when you're running. Yeah, it's good safety, but it's good uh, moral boost yeah. too to help you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and. Thank you and special mention for all the pacer because you know a race like that, basically I win the race and everything. Every people just congratulate me and everything. But my pacer, he he came at at the beginning of the night for more than forty k with me just, and nobody told him anything. I was here just now. Just <laughs> 
it's, it's the uh, well i'm sure it's not a thankless job because i i know how much you appreciate the pacer but it's definitely not much glory being the pacer eh? Especially yeah 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 the race congratulations <laughs> by the way thanks for that we just congratulations to my pacer i cannot expect it better than what he did it was perfect that's great that's great man and and again just so we get it right dimitri was your pacer yeah, Dimitri was my pacer. Way to go, Dimitri. Good job, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, so this was um, twenty. This was last summer. This race, this hundred miler. Right? Uh, last winter. Yeah, last summer for yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> last summer. <laughs> that still messes me up, man. Oh man. Um, so, um, have you done any any big races since then? Uh, no. I didn't do any race since. Um, right now, I'm in training, really, really training mode on speed workout. I'm doing a 64K Bruni Island Ultra in December. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, on the 4th of December. No, I have one more month to do. Yeah. And it's a 64K, it's pretty flat, pretty easy path, thousand elevation gain. Just, that'll, that'll be good yeah it's a it's a fun one to do it's a speed one you know just people run fast yeah. on it are you just kind of using this this race just as, as part of your training i guess yeah 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 just and it's one of the on the small island just close to tasmania and basically you go north to south you know it just the landscape is amazing just it's really pretty race it's really nice you know just oh, man, just go have fun and just making practice all the speed trading and yeah yeah no that's good man it's good and and to get into the kind of that race atmosphere is also nice too it changes it up instead of just you know solo runs by yourself with all your training get yeah the crowd and the excitement yeah. there again yeah is, is what we like we like we like to share with the running community in general everyone is like that and you need this kind of event to go to con you know just to connect with people around and just because the people you see on this race, you will see them in the 100k agonets, you will see the, you know, just a small place, everybody know everyone. Yeah, exactly. So it's great to get to know them and, and see familiar, familiar faces. And, you know, at these, at the smaller races too, I guess there's, you know, maybe people are a little bit more relaxed and, and just, you know, willing, yeah. to, willing to chat and, and be social because at the bigger events, you kind of get your game face on, right? Ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, um, how long till you finish up your certification? I want to go back to that and talk about your your ultra coaching certification because that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, but I'm actually right now just taking the courses. I have a couple of modules to do. I will get. I will pass my exam. I don't know. Hopefully, in the next two weeks, three weeks. Okay. And uh, from that, just it will be. Uh, I already already start to you know to speak with some people and just to get some idea of training and everything. But yeah, it will be it will be great. It will start just hopefully in three weeks max. Yeah, yeah, that's that's so good, man. It's it, it's amazing to um to find something that that you're so passionate about and then be able to kind of even like increase your knowledge, right? Like. It's yeah, I think, you know, you can go, you go Google and do your own research for yourself. But then when you're getting, you know, scholarly knowledge and, and wisdom um, passed down from, you know, educators and stuff, then you can just exactly. enrich everything that you've already learned on your own. 
right? It's it goes to um, a saying that my my high school um, sports injury management teacher told me, but he was also my football coach. Uh, we're talking American football, right? Not soccer, but yeah. anyways, he said, uh, and it stuck with me to this very day. He said, "Practice without theory is blind, and theory without practice is empty." Right? Yeah. So, so the two balance themselves out. So, you know, it seems like up to this point, like you've had all this practice, all this learned knowledge on your own, right? And now you're getting mm-hmm. more theoretical knowledge kind of through the modules and everything. And, and you're going to just bring that all together and get a really good, well-rounded um, knowledge and experience base, which is, which is amazing. And if you end up taking on, um, you know, athletes to coach under your yeah, way, yeah. you're, you're going to be a really great resource for them, I would imagine. Yeah, for sure. Is it is it really interesting? Just basically what you say. Just you need to know the body and everything. And just we the first module of the course is only about skeleton, muscle. They go in detail. They explain everything in detail. Is you know like to be back at school and when you learn the human body, but really more detail and focus on the sport. Yeah. And just yeah. Basically, without that, you, this is what they say, just you cannot coach someone without knowing the general human body. And it's a lot of knowledge to have. It's really interesting. Really love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's that's one of the things um, I remember, too, when I was taking sports injury management. It was just I loved learning just anatomy and about the human body. And that kind of led me into my to my field, right, where I work now. But um it, it is really neat to kind of it's like you're opening up all these little light bulbs like oh i didn't know that or oh that makes sense <laughs> you know <it's> like, <laughs> yeah and is the full part on the injury as well is one module on the injury and when you 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 read sometimes you read some things ah it's for that <laughs> it's for that i have this pain here oh <laughs> i will go stretching here do some foam running say oh yeah no. <laughs> you know basically what you learn you feel it in your body say ah yeah okay i remember that okay (laughs) absolutely you start to connect the dots it's it it really is a beautiful process i think yeah yeah you know what i feel i feel like i read everything to not get all the injury i already get (laughs) (laughs) yes and i'm like ah okay Yeah, it really gets you, you start to think, right, about all the, all the things you've experienced and how you can kind of try to avoid them in the future. Yeah, um, that is really good. Yeah. so I'm exciting. Have, oh, for sure, man. You're going to have to keep me posted on that. And, and congratulations and good luck with the rest of your schooling. It's going to be good stuff. Um, Thanks. So today, I'm, I'm Monday evening. You're Tuesday morning now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Have you gone for your run today or are you going to go in the evening? No. I was, I've been working on my courses before. Okay. I'm with you now. I will go for a run after. And after just, I have to go work tonight. Oh, you got to work tonight. Always getting in the way of having fun, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Always bills to pay and stuff, yeah. Get the day busy, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So when, uh, do you work far? Like, do you run to work? Do you, or do you like cycle or do you just uh, get a cab or how do you get to work? No, I walk. Just I basically walk twenty minutes to go to go to work, and usually I have a colleague after give me a lift at the night. But it's yeah, no, it's really close, and it's for that it gives me time to train properly as well because I have spare time in the morning. Yeah. When I get up, you know, just seven o'clock, I'm not work 
I need to be back at home for one at the latest. You know, it gave me a lot of time to train and to do everything properly. That's important, man. Time time is sometimes a very um, a scarce commodity to, to yeah. have. So when you, when you can you have a setup with your job that you can have good time to train, it's 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 really good. And I'm almost yeah. like that this year myself now. So I've got both my youngest kids are in school during the day. And because I work afternoons, like I don't have to start work till 1230. I have all this time in the morning now. I've been I've been getting in more mileage with my runs and and the training's been been a lot better, right? So um it's 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 been an interesting year for myself too, and just kind of getting used to it now, right? So but it's not bad. It's not bad, man. I can't complain. Yeah, you 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 have the same life as me, just working in the afternoon, evening and just get all your morning free is the best. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad, man. It's not bad at all. Um it's it's a pretty good setup so i can't i can't complain about that and you know it's uh it's hard it's hard to sometimes find that that work life balance eh for a lot of people like a lot of people have to just okay i got to squeak that run in or whenever whenever you know cuz their days are so busy yeah for sure you you have to really find the balance and it's as well because my partner she's not an ultra runner or anything she like running with me once a week but that's it and sometimes my running is a little bit too much. <laughs> I will say just for us, you know, just to spend time together and everything. Or just you have to find this balance really just between your work, your social life, and the lot of amount of running. And yeah, it's for that, you know, when she's at work in the morning and me I'm home is the time I use for running, same like that. All the rest of the time I can just chill with her and it's, see my friend and have a social life yeah absolutely and that's so important because like you said yeah relationships can suffer too right like especially yeah if your partner's not an ultra runner and they're not running with you it's like oh you're gonna go running's more important than me now you know so you gotta <laughs> you gotta make sure you can balance it right so and it's I good that she's I never, it sounds like she's supportive of you yeah is that she's supportive just for the moment i didn't reach the <laughs> other side of the support <laughs> but uh, now for the moment she's supportive i already appreciate <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff man <laughs> gotta, gotta keep them happy you know and, and show them they're important for sure <laughs> i do my best <laughs> yeah yeah that's all you can do man you can only do your best and that's it eh <laughs> so uh, um i don't know if we talked about gear last time um that you're on the show, but uh, what do you like to run in in terms of shoes right now? Um, me for try, I'm a big fan of Salomon for sure. I get many of them at the moment. I use the Sense Pro 4 okay. of Salomon and I have a pair of uh, Gore-Tex as well because okay. here in the winter is really wet and just yeah. basically get a good pair of Gore-Tex and get the dry fit in the winter is pretty important. Yeah. Does, so does the Solomon come in the Gore-Tex uh, upper? Or is it different? different uh, no, I just I just have one of the pair of uh, Solomon Gore-Tex. It just, it's not what you use the most. Just yeah. is, It's good to have one, but it's not what you use the most. Yeah. And at the moment, yeah, you have Solomon Sense 4. Do you, do you typically stick with the same model of shoe like when you replace them if they're still available? I know they change all the time, but yeah, 
before I was using the speed cross, but there was a little bit too aggressive for some run. But I I kind of like changing. I like to stay in the same brand. Okay. But I like just changing shoes and try some other. And as well, I don't use, you know, I use Salomon for try running. Yeah. But I use Nike for world running and I use Reebok for track. Okay. You know, it just I left I'm not just stuck with one brand, but you yeah, know, yeah. just you, I you think it's important. Like anyways, right? So. Yeah, is that just you have to try many before to say, oh, that is what I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um I'm assuming primarily your running's done on the trail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the mountain just right in my garden. Just is amazing. It's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I basically run 2K and I arriving in the park of the mountain. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, so is this the, the same mountain where they do races for you as well? No, no, no. It's just me. I'm on the east coast and most of the of the race are in the northwest in the northwest okay so you gotta go diagonal right across yeah we have big one big one coming in about is in april is a cuniani mountain run this will be really amazing it's a 68 solo 68k relay you have a, 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 a kilometer vertical as well and it will be a good, good one. Nice. Is are you going to be competing in that one? No, not not this one. I will be volunteer on this one. Nice. Good for you. Yeah. I start, you know, just do some photography and everything. And I offer myself to be on the at one point on the race and taking picture for people and that's it. Yeah. That's that's another cool thing about the running community, eh? Is it's a lot of, like the events are run by volunteers without volunteers it's impossible to hold an event and and a lot of the volunteers are going to be runners right that, that are yeah is that. Helping, giving back giving back to the community so others can have good race experiences it's that's pretty yeah. pretty cool is what i was saying as well just i'm going to bruni the 64k but it's good to be you know just connected with the running community but you don't have only to do the race to be connected get a volunteer on one race a year it's just it took you what one weekend you're with people and you're not here for you or running or everything you're here for the other people and i think is what creates this community and i think it's good to give back a bit absolutely and i'm sure it doesn't even feel like you're working you know you're just kind of out there having fun hanging out and, and cheering on the runners and supporting them in whatever role does. you cheer on the runner day. you see your friend passing just you know it's a good thing to do pretty good thing yeah, awesome. Well, Thibaut, it sounds like it sounds like you're in a pretty good spot right now in terms of your training, in terms of the way your body's feeling. I mean, in terms of even you know um, going through and becoming a, an ultra running coach. Like, it sounds like all these things are working together. Your schedule's set up nicely, and very happy for you, my friend. And thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome to see you. But um, you know, we're kind of getting close to the end here, but I want to ask before we, before we do part ways, is there anything else you want to discuss specifically? Um, not really, just after. If anyone have any question or anything or want to know more about my training or anything, please just go to the website, go to my website, Nomad Runner Spirit, and just you have a, 
you can contact me, send me an email, ask a question. I will be really happy to to answer and to and to share my experience and share what what I know. So is it nomadrunnerspirit.com or what's the full address? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Dot com. I'm gonna put that in our show notes for everybody to see. And uh, yeah, I will send I will send you the link. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'll put that link right into the show notes. And um, as far as your social media, your Instagram, you're still active on there and the Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The BZH Nomad Runner still on, and you, and I have an an Instagram for the website as well coming in. Perfect. And are you still doing um, your your uh, spotlights on the runners? This is why I run. I haven't seen it for a while. I've been busy no, myself. So. Yeah, it's been a bit crazy. I've been really busy and I had to just, you know, let go some stuff. But I have still some video I didn't publish yet. And uh, I think I will take back. I will just maybe set up the website properly and just we'll start again and do more that via the website than the Instagram. Perfect. Yeah, I, I totally hear you. I had, I had things get so busy for me too. I had to, you know, I was doing weekly shows on the podcast. And I said, okay, I got to, I got to, balance things out a bit so okay i'll, I'll go down to monthly shows for now and, and then when i have yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll pick it back up again so you know it's, it's been great to be behind the microphone again and, and talk to a great guy like you man i'm so glad we had this opportunity um, thank you i'm really happy to be back yeah absolutely man well you've been doing some great things since we talked last so keep it up and uh, i guess the last thing i'll say is to run wild Thibaut bzh nomad Thanks. runner here on trail tales arp run wild my friend Thank you. And that's a wrap on another great episode of Trail Tales ARP, a running podcast. Thanks so much, everybody, for your continued support and always listening to the show and and investing your time and energy uh, with me here. Really do appreciate it. If you want more Trail Tales ARP or if you want to help support our show, uh, please subscribe to us on any podcast uh, player that you listen to. Leave us a review, rate us, follow us on Instagram. Uh, Send the show an email, trailtalesarp at gmail.com. And tell your friends, we'd really appreciate it. Run wild, everybody. We'll catch you next week.